Welcome everyone to the first episode of the John Barker Fitness Podcast. I'm super excited for this episode, which we'll get to shortly. I just want to take a moment to explain a little bit about the show before jumping in with our guest, since this is our first episode. My goal with this podcast is to share the stories and experiences of personal trainers, competitors, and other inspiring members of the fitness community. My hope is that no matter what your level of health and fitness may be, you will take away at least one thing that will impact your life for the better. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Please remember to leave a review on iTunes or whichever podcast player you use. It helps me make sure I'm producing what best suits your needs. Today's guest has experiences ranging from being an aerialist to a two-time American Ninja Warrior competitor. She'll share insight on how to be empowered to be your best self in life, and how fitness directly influences that goal. Let's welcome to the show, Eliana Linehan. Hey Eliana, welcome to the show. How's your week been? I've had a pretty long week. Um, I'm doing some weekend coverage for my engineering job, so I've been fitting in a lot. <laughs> but um, beautiful weather, and you know, it's it's shaping up to uh, be a good weekend, even with work. How about you? Good. Yeah, really yeah. good. Uh, I, I remember that we had talked briefly about both being in the engineering field uh, yeah. officially, right? So that's kind of a cool common thread. Uh, do you have to work on the, the weekends a lot or do you typically... No, no. Usually I get to selfishly enjoy my weekends um, in New Hampshire, uh, hiking and, and doing all kinds of stuff. So this is a special a special occasion for me. But um, yeah, it's a lot to balance engineering you know, it's, it can be pretty demanding. I'm sure you can relate to that, having to uh, put out fires every once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely something that I can relate to. Why don't you go ahead and give me a little bit of an intro uh, to yourself? You, we already touched on what you do, but um, just kind of who you are, some of the things that you've you've done, and we'll get into some more of the fitness-related stuff, too. My name is Eliana Linehan. I mostly go by Ellie, Eliana, just because everyone can find me easily <laughs> on the internet with that first name. So I tend to give people that. My background, um, I've been kind of a fitness lover my whole life. I grew up as a gymnast, and I think that's going to be like part of my identity forever. It's I think a lot of people who do gymnastics, you know, years beyond it, it's just something you always, you know, I grew up in gymnastics, and it's something... <laughs> everyone can relate to. I'm sure like other sports are like that too. So that was kind of my childhood. And then going into college, I went for engineering and I couldn't do gymnastics anymore. So I did a little diving, graduated from college, started in the real world, kind of was searching for um, like hobbies and everything. And that's when I got into circus. Um, <laughs> and so circus for, can mean a lot of things. For me, it's um, I do aerials. So what you might see in Cirque du Soleil. So aerial silks, aerial rope, aerial straps. And then from there, I also um, got into hand balancing, which has some connections through uh, gymnastics and yoga. Um, but then it's a discipline of circus. So handstands is something like I think a lot of people can can relate to because it's like something they've always wanted to learn to do. So I have a lot of fun teaching. I've coached that quite a bit and I performed in some shows from there. <laughs> so post-college um, doing circus, very active. I applied for the show American Ninja Warrior 
Um, it was kind of off a whim. I saw a lot of people on the show, like Casey Catanzaro was one of the stars of the show, former gymnast. And I, she's about my size. I'm five foot one. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I bet I could do that. Like, I'm pretty fit. I have like kind of a similar skill set as to the people on the show and totally out of the blue I like got a call back that I was going to be doing it I was really shocked um I had so much fun I competed in season seven and again in season eight and I made a lot of friends through Ninja Warrior you meet all kinds of crazy athletes my first season I did fairly well I made it to I want to say the third obstacle in Pittsburgh. And then my second year, I was right on the bubble for the top, the top 30 to make it to finals, but I just missed it by a hair in Philadelphia. And so, yep. So I've trained, I've trained a lot of um, ninja style obstacles. There's some ninja jams. Um, I've coached ninja classes. I don't compete on the show anymore, but I still do like local competitions. I'm actually running one of the the uh, mud runs tomorrow that goes on. Have you ever um, done like a Spartan race or yeah, anything so like I, that? <laughs> I've done, uh, well, so as far as like running, I, I did Ragnar a lot. Um, okay, they're, they're not cool. so much obstacles, but I've done a lot of those. And then I did do a uh, warrior dash uh, several yeah. years ago. So those are fun. And, and I've wanted to do a Spartan race. Maybe, you know, I'll have to do that as a follow-up to the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just, you know, now it's just something I, I make sure to do like every summer because it's it, it just it's just so much fun. It's kind of like that crossover for like everyone can be a ninja. <laughs> and like I love it because I don't I never competed to be on TV. I just really like the idea of the obstacles. So that's like it's a continued like thread in my life, but it's it's a lot of fun and and when if you can climb a rope, if you're pretty fit then it translates really well into into the obstacles. So yeah, so I'll kind of go jump <laughs> into present days. So now, you know, I still do circus, but I just, fitness is just this passion in my life. It's just something I just come, like I come back to it again and again. It's just the one thing, I guess it's just kind of who I am, part of my identity. So this past year or past couple of years, I, you know, I was getting really strong from doing these hobbies and I was like you know I want to take it to the next level I want to you know have a conditioning routine I do every day or not every day but a few a few days a week you know four or five days a week so I added that maybe two years ago so I was not just athletic I was training and then I started adding weights so I was like in the in the actual gym on top of that you know, get, I got married about a year ago. So that was like a secondary motivation just to be in my best shape. And then over this last year, I decided to go for my personal training certification because people are constantly asking me, you know, how do I get strong like you? How do I do the things you do? How are you able to do, you know, how are you able to physically do this? Can you give me conditioning tips? And I want to help people and share the things that I you know, really excite me. And I just wanted to do it in a really honest, like an honest way with integrity, not just give out, you know, random advice. So that's when, that's why I did it. And so I did that in the spring. And now um, after I got my certification, I'm going to catch you up just today. (laughs) I decided I wanted to kind of go through my own personal transformation so I could relate more to people who might ask me, help because I've been fairly lucky. I haven't really needed to make drastic changes just to be healthy. 
So I decided to do a bodybuilding competition, I guess maybe it was like three months ago now, and starting to work with the coach and really just dialing in my nutrition and my workout plan with a coach so I could kind of experience what it's like to change my habits and and see changes to my body so I could kind of help from a firsthand experience. And I think if you're going to be a coach, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't trust a coach that wouldn't work with a coach themselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, well, you know, is it really, I, I think every, everyone should have a coach, not even if you are a coach, you should have a coach. So that's kind of my most recent endeavor is, is that competition. And I'm doing that in about two weeks. So that's the really long, <laughs> the really long version of everything. No, that's, that's absolutely perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is wonderful. So you covered everything. We can uh, end the show. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I was like, oh, I should give bullet points. And then I just went. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually perfect because there are a couple of questions that I actually thought of as you're going through those. Sure. So I, I might have misunderstood this, but uh, you said you don't compete so much in American Ninja Warrior now, but I think you said something about Ninja Jams. Did I get hear uh, that right? I might have. I, I don't think I said the word jams, but um, so... Or maybe you said events. Maybe I just misunderstood. Events, yeah. So okay. there's local, there's, um, <laughs> this is a total like nerd, nerd scene, but there's organizations that you can compete in. The one I compete in is the NNL, the National Ninja League. So they have competitions at gyms, which are very, they're getting really popular. There's like three within 20 minutes of my house. And I live in New Hampshire. <laughs> you know, it's not like a big city kind of area. So you can qualify for nationals in this league. And I've done that for the last three years. I think I was like top six or top 10 this year in Hartford. So it's it's a way to compete. Like it's for, you don't have to necessarily have a Hollywood story to <laughs> to do it um, like you do on uh, NBC. You have to be casted for that. It's not just skills. So it's it's a fun way to stay involved and not necessarily you know, be on television or anything, but you get to compete and it's a lot of fun. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I had to ask because I didn't know if it was like a, not an industry <laughs> thing, but like, yeah, just some jargon that yeah. was like, I was unaware of, but right. no, that's really cool. So it, it kind of sounds to me, I've seen events like that. For example, there's a, uh, an expo here in Phoenix. Uh, I want to say it's like the second week in August. It's called the Europa Fit Expo. Cool, it's very yeah. similar to like the LA Fit Expo or the Olympia or the Arnold in Ohio, mm -hmm. uh, but they have events there, and I think those are actually events where you can qualify uh, to be able to go on to American Ninja Warrior. I think they've got some CrossFit events there too. Yeah, it's there. It's like getting really popular. People are. I don't know how realistic it is to be an Olympic sport, but it certainly is getting a lot of attention and a lot more people involved. So. It's it's fun. I think everyone everyone should get out there and try it once because I think everyone watches the show and they're like, yeah, I could do that. So you know, go <laughs> go and see. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that, and that's something too. Well, you say you know you think everybody should try it, right? Well, I for one have not. And I would be interested, right? So <laughs> you should. It's just that, a kick. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that being said, where so like for for me, I've been doing bodybuilding essentially my whole life and I've done some running but it's just not something that I've been as passionate about yeah if I were to want to get started right in working towards you know an American Ninja Warrior type uh event right maybe like yeah. something in a local gym what would kind of be the first thing you'd say that 
someone like myself would need to go and you know try this first, train this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you when I when I started, it was season seven, and it was already. I mean, it was established, but it was not. It was right after it kind of got really popular, um, and there weren't ninja gems. There really there weren't many. So the best way to start is to rock climb. I I used to be a really avid rock climber. Now I go. It's it's not my main focus right now, but rock climbing is a really great way to build um, strength for American Ninja Warrior because most of it you're hanging and swinging, and it's just body weight. You need to be able like strength to body weight ratio is really the huge huge component of it. So a lot so of think, calisthenics type thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's why you know there's like almost a formula <laughs> for like people who do well. Not there's exceptions like you'll see you're like and a NASCAR driver and like that doesn't, but a lot of people there, rock climbers, um, parkour athletes, gymnasts, pole vaulters. And yeah, so those are like the big, the big ones. So I think, I think rock climbing is the best way to get started. And then, you know, really just getting in a gym because there's certain things you're only going to get good at by trying like the warped wall is a good like you, there's no other time in life where you're sprinting up a wall really <laughs> so maybe <laughs> maybe parkour but yeah so I think rock climbing is a great way to get started that, so that's really cool because I, I used to do that some my brother was more into yeah. it than I than I was but there was a gym back when I was uh, I think like 16 or 17 I'd go and there was a I think it was a mountainside that it actually had a rock wall in there that would auto belay you and I would mm. basically do that for my workout, just climb it until I couldn't. Right. So that's that's an interesting connection. Now, I just realized that you said Ninja Gyms earlier, not Ninja Jams. Oh, yeah. That means, yeah I was like, oh, yeah, jams. So, that sounds fun, but I don't know what you mean. Yeah, well, and I figured maybe that's just what they call it, right? Gyms, but no, yeah. They're, that makes sense. It's wild. I can't, I can't believe that there's as many, you know, there's enough people wanting to do it that there's there's so many now because we remember when we used to drive my husband used to train with me a lot for the ninja stuff and um, we would drive like an hour and a half on a Saturday night and that was like the only place to go (laughs) um but now yeah there's like three in my town (laughs) yeah I'll have to look up some local ones because I this is the first time I've heard of it I used to work with a guy who I think his goal was either to be on it or maybe his his fiance's goal or something. But we had yeah. talked about it at one point. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't. I went rock climbing with him once, right? But we just yeah, ninja gyms. That's interesting. Ninja gyms. Yeah, add it to the bucket list. <laughs> yeah, I should. I, I need to start that, right? Uh, you're, you've got a pretty good one going with all the things that you've got going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I like to. <laughs> I joke a lot about my bucket list. I have. I, I think that's yeah. Just just checking them off <laughs> one by one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's uh so actually while we're on that, right? So you're you're competing in this this bodybuilding competition, right? And I'm imagining that well, I guess I should ask what level is that? Is that like a, a figure, a bikini, which like what's yeah, level? Yeah, so I I did not know what I should do when I started, which is one of the reasons why I um got in contact with a coach. Um I work with a woman from Team Best Fit Body named Jules and she, you know, we talked a lot because I'm so developed in my upper body from doing so many <laughs> intensive things like like ninja and aerials and handstands. So I've really big shoulders and I have a love hate thing with it. <laughs> so we we decided on bikini just because I'm still relatively 
small overall. And that's something I learned a lot about just talking to her and, and going to watch shows. There's different categories. So you can have, you have to pick the one that kind of suits your body type. So that, that's what I'm doing. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's why I asked too, because usually there's, there's a progression that's now, I may totally screw this up for what most people's definition is, but yeah. there's basically bikini, figure, physique, and then bodybuilding. Each one essentially goes up in musculature. Yeah. Uh, and there's different routines or types of, you know, apparel for each one, but I, that's kind of the progression that I see it as. So I, I think bikini makes sense for most people who are starting, um, yeah. unless they've already been doing that specific, you know, sport for years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and because... I, you know, preparing for the shows really helped me, like, balance out, you know, more, getting more strength in my lower body, which is one of my goals, kind of, in the beginning of the year, was just get stronger legs, because it's like, you know, I work so hard on my upper body, and I want to be, you know, strong, I want to be balanced and equally fit, kind of, overall, so um, it's it's kind of been helpful to to have a routine where I'm doing actually hitting every muscle group every week. <laughs> so, so you bring that up. Have you looked a lot into the kind of the ideology behind CrossFit and, and what its whole fitness thought process is? I've done CrossFit. I did it for a month once. I can't say that I'm really an expert. I know they focus on functional fitness. I don't know if you have more to say about it. I'm not sure I can elaborate. No, you're fine. <laughs> the the reason I it. bring it up, I don't really use CrossFit as my training technique or method. Um, I, I mostly yeah. do weightlifting, um, conditioning, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I did talk to a guy uh, about seven or eight months ago, and we started going to the gym, and we would uh, occasionally do a, a CrossFit workout that he would have the workout of the day. Yeah. It was interesting. He had me sign up for this website called Beyond the Whiteboard, and mm -hmm. it, you try, so you've, you've heard of that before? Or? You know, one of my good friends does it. So I've heard some of these terms. I, dr I drop in on her classes like when I visit Philadelphia <laughs> every few months, but I'm still listening. I, I'm not going to jump in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're fine. So uh, beyond the whiteboard, right, I, I go on there, I create my account, and I'm, I'm kind of curious. It talks about how you, it gives you basically a fitness score uh, based off of the different accomplishments that you have, right? And it takes each workout, whether it's a certain amount that you're lifting or a certain speed that you're doing things. And it's all about power output. But ultimately, it talks about, like you said, functional fitness being all around balanced in everything you do. So I could evenly compare myself to this other guy who was more speed-based, where I was more strength-based, and our fitness scores could essentially be closer because it takes everything into account and really tells you how balanced you are. So that's what that made me think of when you brought up yeah. wanting to balance upper and lower body strength and being equally fit kind of all around. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, I mean, when I feel like when you, you kind of, I mean, not a peak, but I, I feel like I've gotten really strong in my upper body and it's like, well, you know, I, 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 where can I, where can I do more work to be kind of better overall? And it's, I like finding those opportunities, you know, whether it's maybe adding more flexibility um, to my routine or, you know, just looking for ways to constantly improve. I think, I think fitness is dynamic and it's one of the fun things is kind of shifting, shifting those goals and, and um, focusing on different things. It's a strategy a lot of people use kind of going through phases of fitness where they're building strength, you know, building stability, um, leaning out, building muscles. So Right. And it's all it's yeah. all kind of about those cycles. Right. And I, I like how you right. kind of do that hand balancing that you 
you have within your kind of repertoire of experience. And that kind of is an analogy for all of fitness in general. Like even myself, who doesn't have the sort of American Ninja Warrior aspect or hand balancing aerialist, that's honestly, aerialist sounds really far out of my realm of possibility <laughs> at this moment. Never say never. I never say never, right? Uh, even with me, right, where I'm trying to either increase muscle mass, decrease fat, transform my body in certain ways. It's all about balance and trying to work through each of those phases. So it's, yeah. I really like that message. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's really cool. I think when you, you know, you've been building for a while, maybe, you know, for me, it's not like drastic, but building strength and then, you know, adding a lot of more cardio, getting leaner. Like I find I'm able to do skills that I wasn't able to do before because now I have kind of that same amount of muscle, but a little less mass to move around. So, so it can kind of unlock like certain plateaus going through those phases. So the word comes to mind, circumstantial plateaus, so to speak, Mm -hmm. because it's almost like self-inflicted, right? Because people say, (laughs) oh, I can't, I can't lose more weight or I can't get stronger, right? But you're kind of putting that limit on yourself where if you just kind of take a step back and and reprogram, then you can push through that. It's just that your body has to go through that ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah. It's like almost approaching it from a different angle. Like, well, I've been kind of like pushing this immovable wall for the last six months. Maybe I should try a different strategy and see how my body reacts to it. Um, Because, yeah, I think that can be really frustrating. (laughs) And I I have this theory. It's, you know, I say it a lot when I teach handstands. Um, It should feel hard, but not impossible. If it feels impossible, then you're probably doing it wrong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I say that, you know, because like you should struggle. But, you know, if the struggle is too great, then like, you know, we need to use different tools um, or maybe like progress it down so you can actually do it. And that, I don't know, <laughs> just generic advice, hard, difficult, but not impossible is, is the right level of challenge in my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, and that makes sense too. Even from a, a safety and injury standpoint, yeah. I'm not going to go try and lift, you know, 600, 700 pounds on a bench press if I'm only doing, you know, one or 200 the day before. It's not, right. not realistic. <laughs> so I, I have to ask, and I was going to ask who kind of like inspired you with the whole American Ninja Warrior aspect of uh-huh. what you've done. But you already had mentioned um, Casey. Casey Gonzaro, uh, yeah. yeah. She, I think so many people, so many women applied to that show after they saw her run. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was 2014 that she finished city finals. It was so inspiring. I think it's just like people suddenly had this limitation just kind of like erased. Like, well, you know, not only is she a woman, she's five feet tall, you know, she's, she's, not an intimidating <laughs> human being, I guess. Um, and to see her do it, so many women I know that started that season who are now like very famous on the show, um, they're inspired by her because it just broke this glass ceiling of what's possible. Um, and, you know, all these people could have done it before they saw her <laughs> do it, but just seeing someone do it made it seem possible for so many people. So I, there's a lot of, there's so many strong women on the show now. It's, it's, it's incredible. And they can, they can be with the men. They're like on the same, a lot of them are at the same, the same or better than the guys. So yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> that's really cool. It's, it's almost, the, yeah. it's a very psychological aspect to it. Is there it something is. about the, yeah. the world record for like the hundred meter dash or something like that was above a certain time for a very long 
time. And then finally someone broke it. And then the record just kept getting broken and broken because people could see that it could be done. And then more people tried. Right. And they, they, like you said, so many people could have done it before, but they didn't really see it. Right. So they couldn't really believe that they could do it until they saw someone else overcome that. Right. It's almost like they gave themselves permission. They're like, yeah, I can, I can believe in myself now. (laughs) I, (laughs) I, I know it's possible which it's awesome. Yeah. She's an inspiration. Um, she's, yeah, she's doing all kinds of different stuff now. She's a wrestler now. So it's very cool. There's, there's a lot of inspiring people out there. So I know a lot, a lot of young girls are are very, they're inspired by the show and I see them competing. I, I spent six months this winter coaching a kids ninja class, just kind of just for fun. And it was, it, it, it was great. You know, I, I love seeing the little, little kids, little girls, little boys kind of go from their very first ninja class to, you know, six months later, they're doing all the obstacles and telling me how they're like, this is how you should do it. Giving me advice. And I was like, <laughs> I'll take it. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So that, and that's cool. That's really, I didn't, I didn't know that we hadn't talked about that before with the Yeah. With the it kids. was, yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know, volunteering, it's, I try to make it part of my life. Um, you know, it's sometimes, it comes in waves. You know, I've done a, I think it's an important aspect to give back and and do some service. And so with those, with the kids classes, I, I'm I'm picturing just everything scaled down. Is it kind of the same obstacles or? It is. It's like mini. Um, everything is a little bit smaller, (laughs) but (laughs) some of these kids will uh, like, they're just built for it because they're, they're, um, they're fearless. And then their body strength to weight ratio is just perfect for um, just hanging and swinging. Like, I've seen some incredible things. <laughs> like, I've seen, I think, a four-year-old just kind of hanging from one arm on, a, on like, a ring. I was like, you're four. Like, how is that physically possible? <laughs> or maybe they're five. But, you know, it's yeah. like these kids are strong and fearless. And I, I love seeing kids get into sports early because, like, like I said, as a gymnast, and I think you just you're so much more you don't have those little feet you're confident when you're a kid and and doing those things young when you're older like it won't seem like a big deal you won't be intimidated by them so I think I think sport kids getting into some sports young is is really beneficial for their their confidence overall yeah I I definitely agree with that and in, in talking about fitness impacting their confidence right what what would say some of the what would you say the major benefits, I guess, that you've seen in, in your life that fitness has brought to you outside of your actual fitness progression? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this recently because, um, you know, I've always been active, but over the last three months, I've had this really exact routine and I've, it's, and I've been tracking kind of everything. So it's really easy to correlate the effects on my life from, the effects of my fitness because I know exactly <laughs> what everything is and you know I just find that when you, you when your physical self when you're taking care of your physical body um, you have more energy well this is I'll say I I have more energy um, I have this just more confidence no I, I don't even know the reason it's just just more confidence because I know I feel good about like the physical state that I'm in I have more creative energy strangely, even though I'm spending more time in the gym, I'm able to accomplish so much more because I have so much more energy to pour out to everybody else and all like the work that I do. 
for me, it's like a multiplication factor of what I'm able to out. If I put my, um, sorry, if I put the energy in, it's like almost like I get a multiple out. It's not like taking away from, from sort of everything I'm able to do in a day. So I, I just noticed that, you know, at work, I just, I'm accomplishing more. I'm more focused. So that's a lot, <laughs> it's a long list, but I just think, I think, you know, starting with your physical, the state of your physical self, you're going to see benefits in your mind and in your spirit, kind of as like a pyramid, almost like building on top of um, itself. So, yeah, I, and I think there's, I think there's some science behind that. And I, again, I don't know too much about it. And, and, and I'll ask you a little bit more about this uh, later, but the, the actual science behind what your body experiences through physical output i mean it's, it has to do with your your endorphins and certain oh, yeah. chemicals in your body right and so when people i think they even prescribe activity as kind of a an aid for depression uh, because yeah. it, it helps kind of alleviate i i, I mean i don't want to butcher it right but i there's a tie there between i've seen this levels. i've seen this diagram before talking about all the the chemicals in your brain the positive effects from exercise <laughs> i'd love to find that diagram just <laughs> right now but yeah, I think definitely the endorphin just from exercise, you leave a run, you leave the gym in a better mood, which is a much better way to start start the day, right? But then also there's, you know, from being around other people, you get this sense of belonging um, and a sense of community, which has a lot of positive effects on mental health in general. Um, I think that's a huge part um, of of fitness for people. Cause I think for a lot of us, it's part of our, our identity. And, um, we also have a strong community amongst the people that we, uh, do our fitness with, whether that's our yoga class, our lifting partners, or, you know, our soccer team, <laughs> whatever it is. I, I think you're right. And I, I think that graph would be a really good thing to find. And maybe I can kind of post that, but yeah, the yeah. one that I saw was it kind of just compared, um, people's just emotional sense of well-being before, okay. you know, whether it was the gym or yoga versus after, right. right? And it's in in all areas they tend to be you know happier, feel better, which you know makes sense apart from maybe wanting to die because of what you just <laughs> put yourself through. But <laughs> uh, it's yeah. the relief though after you just lie on the ground. <laughs> yeah, and, and you feel good, right? When I when yeah. I wake up in the morning and I I don't go to the gym, I feel terrible, and then I go at lunch <laughs> or whatever, and it's fine, but. When I go yeah. in the morning, it kind of sets up my whole day for right. being better. So I got to ask, which you said not too long ago that you got your certification for training, right? Yeah, I went through um, NASM. Okay. Yeah, so um, there, uh, I'll ask, what, what's, are you certified through um, an organization? So I am actually certified, yes. Um, I think I'm going to let it lapse here in the next couple of months because I really don't train people. (laughs) Uh, I only got my certification because I wanted to experience it and I wanted to kind of just challenge myself in another way. But um, it's through a non-accredited organization. I don't even remember. It was for learning. Yeah, I I totally get it. And, you know, one of the reasons I got the certification was because realistically, I think it's a way to commit yourself to learning all the components. Cause you know, you know, this is my test date. So I'm going to read this book, you know, cover to cover, make my note cards, take the quizzes and really learn it. I think I, you know, you could have the book on your shelf and say, yeah, I'll definitely learn that someday. But I think, I think having a date on the calendar, a test, a, 
a, you know, maybe it's a 5k, you know, it gives you motivation to actually do the things you say you're going to do. So I can definitely relate to that. But yeah, I did, I did like the OPT model that NASM taught because I really, the one thing I really agree with is that everything should really start with that stability phase, building, um, neuromuscular efficiency. Cause I think the way people move is, has a huge effect on the results they get. Cause they, you see people and they're like, well, I'm lifting, but I, you know, nothing's happening. And it's like, well, if you lift, but you're not really, you know, making a mind body connection and moving correctly, you could do it all day and you're not going to see the results that somebody who's doing everything with proper form is going to see. That's a very, very yeah. good point. I, it makes me think of a uh, couple of things. One is Jeff Nippert is a guy on YouTube who uh, scientifically presents all of his information and he bases everything off of science and his, he recommends a subscription to this uh, monthly uh, online magazine called Mass and it's all about science-based information. They basically take so how articles do you spell and break mass? it down. Is it M-A-S-S? Um, it, yep, M-A-S-S. Yep. Um, I think it's like monthly applied sports science or something. I should look it up because I then I don't sound like... I think Massachusetts being from the Northeast. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's it's a monthly applications and strength sport. Um, really cool. I subscribe to that. And really, I just... Because I want to learn more, right? And just like the that training, awesome. you wanted to challenge yourself. So. Yeah, I've honestly been looking for something like that. So I'm definitely going to check it out. Because yeah, like I've been looking for like scientific articles, not these stupid well there's like a million like buzzfeed not to say they don't some of them are you know informative i guess but you know i've been looking to read more scientific journals because i you know you want the real information not the you know 10 10 ways to, <laughs> to you know <laughs> 10 ways to burn fat in six weeks like <laughs> in, yeah in six weeks or like you know work out like this celebrity and yeah so that's awesome i'm definitely gonna check that out yeah, I would check it out, and then just for everybody listening, I'll put the link in the show notes. I'm not a affiliate or anything, but I will go ahead and put that there. Uh, it's really cool. I want to say it's like 25 or 30 bucks a month, and like this last issue came out, uh, Volume 3, Issue 7, and it's about 77 pages, this last one, and they go through at least you know, 5 to 10 articles. So um, that's really cool. I think you, you might like that, because something you really have kind of touched on is that you want to be able to from what I understand, really understand the content you're giving people, right? So if somebody asks you, how do you, you know, run faster? Like, how did you accomplish being able to compete? Yeah. How did you do that, right? You want to be able to really tell somebody and not just tell them, you know, eat less and move more, right? Right, yeah. And it's like, in some ways, a lot, some of my earlier, you know, I had coaches and, and I also am a little bit lucky. So, you know, finding out like what, what about what I was doing was actually moving the needle um, and what lessons should I pass on to people? For me, like one of the biggest game changers is learning about nutrition. Cause if you're athletic, like you're, you know, you're just going to enjoy moving and you're going to, it's not, that's not the hard part. I think, I think nutrition is really what takes it over the top for people who just, you know, if they like to move, um, I think learning a little bit more about nutrition can really, can really take them to the next level. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It, it like comes back to that balance aspect of fitness, right? Where it's, you may focus on one thing, but 
you may reach a sort of self-imposed plateau. If you try something else, you can push yourself in that direction, right? And then come back and see something different once you get back to what you were used to. Like I would be really interested to see when you go and compete, you know, in this next show or maybe even one after that, if you choose to keep doing it, what your what the impact would be on your hand balancing, right? Or your yes, I've already noticed. So I I I still train those things not as not as many days a week just because the number of workouts I'm doing. But I've already noticed an effect on that because I'm a little bit a little bit lighter, um, and I've been doing um, just a really systematic like lifting routine where I'm hitting all my muscle groups. I'm doing a lot of um, good shoulder exercises and like I've already noticed um, a lot more stability in my shoulders and just I think being slightly slightly leaner has helped me unlock some things that I couldn't do before. Um, so I've already noticed that, which is cool because it wasn't my intention for this to make me a better hand balancer, <laughs> but or a better aerialist. But um, it's it's kind of an unintended side effect of taking a different approach. So so that's been really cool for me. And and then just like a, the consistent cardio. I, I think <laughs> no one likes. Well, a lot of people don't like cardio, but I think just adding consistent cardio can can improve a lot of things for people and and i've seen some of that too just a little more endurance is is always nice right and i i agree with that it, it's interesting that you mentioned you had more strength in your your shoulders and you being slightly leaner has had some effects on that too I, i'd be interested yeah. though how was your flexibility did you notice any change in that when you went over to lifting i think i do need to stretch like a little bit more just because um when you but I, i've been pretty smart about like stretching when i lift because i already know Kind of the effects of of doing a lot of strengthening exercises and not stretching because I've had really tight shoulders um, in the past from from doing like a lot of climbing and pulling and not opening my shoulders. So so yeah, definitely like doing a bunch of leg exercises and then having like tight tight hamstrings. That's <laughs> that's a real thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I try to stretch a little bit before and then stretch after when I lift just because it's important to me that I'm not, that I'm still very mobile so I can do the things I enjoy. I couldn't have said it better. That's, <laughs> it, it's really, it's really true when it comes down to it. Like for me, I, I know that I don't have as much flexibility as I would like. Right. And so I do a lot of weightlifting. I used to do yoga many years ago and I should get more into the practice of doing that. Or at least like you said, stretching before and after but I know that if I go and start implementing that flexibility training, then it'll have positive effects on my weightlifting. It's just a matter of putting the time in to, to do that, right? So tying that back into kind of life in general, with having to have certain fitness aspects that can complement what you're currently working on, how do, you, how do you recommend someone that has so many things going on with life, whether it's work or recently getting married? I know you we're married about a year ago. Yeah. Um, how do you keep your fitness uh, progress on track while having all this whirlwind of life events and changes coming around? Yeah. Um, well, I'll say I think all fitness goals should come from a place where you're intrinsically motivated. I think it's different for each person. For me, like I like to have something on the calendar and it, and it changes, you know, in phases of, of my life, it's not always, and I, I love the freedom to kind of make these pivots to what, like what's most exciting for me. So, 
you know, right now I have a competition in two weeks, so that's on the calendar. I'll have a circus performance, you know, sometimes on the calendar and that's, and that's a motivating me to get out there and train. I think for some people there, you know, if you're not motivated by sort of like a race or a competition or a performance, maybe it's just, you want to commit to a daily or weekly practice. And that's something you check off the box, like on your calendar. But I think, I think you start with something that's intrinsically motivating, you know, where it's something you physically want to be able to do. And there's some time component to it, whether it's like you want an unbroken chain of, I went to yoga every day or, you know, every week, or like I have a 5k in, in three weeks. And then from there, I think balancing it with life, I think you need to have it. So either, you know, you wake up and do it, um, in the morning. I love working out. I love doing lifting or conditioning in the morning or like your class, you're booked in a class right after work and that's where you're headed. Um, and you don't (laughs) let yourself, you know, go home and sit on the couch in between. I think it's, I think that prioritizing it on your calendar. So it's, this is what you're doing at this time versus getting to it when you get to it. I think, I think that's how you make it happen. You know, make sure it's motivating and make sure it's blocked off in your calendar And then, you know, when life gets in the way, like you travel for work, like you just forgive yourself, you know, (laughs) you know, I was it. And I think, you know, don't let that derail you. Just jump right in where you left off. And um, and and yeah, that's 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 my approach. That's really, really cool with the whole don't derail yourself. Right. Would you forgive yourself when you when you miss it? Because you can book it in the calendar, book a class. Right. But things happen. And I, I found that personally to happen that if I miss a day and I get down on myself about it, it impacts my ability to meet those goals the rest of the week. Yeah. So that's really key. And I, I think that positivity has a lot to do with where people can really take that, you know, in, in intrinsic motivation and convert that into, you know, this is something that I'm going to do. If I fail, it's okay. I'll forgive myself but not forget it, right? Not yeah. continue to yeah. do that. Yeah, I love this phrase. Like I, I do yoga. I try to do it, you know, weekly would be great, but like, you know, bi-weekly just really for the the mental aspect to the meditative aspect. And something that I've heard in, in classes is like, do what serves you. And if you make that decision, maybe like you didn't sleep last night, like your, your child kept you up all night. Um, you have like crazy deadline. Like maybe what serves you most is not going to the gym today and adding like physical stress to your emotional stress. And I think, you know, recognizing that you made the best decision you could for yourself and then just turning the page to a fresh day. It's, it's fine. (laughs) You know, I think that's key that the whole it's fine, right? It's people get down on themselves when they they say, you know, oh, I, I cheated, I had a lot of food, or you know, I didn't make it today because of this. It in the end, if every little bit of activity that you do is going to help you live longer. And missing oh, yeah. one day at the gym isn't going to be drastic, right? I mean, unless you're, you know, two, three, four weeks out from a competition and every little bit counts. <laughs> I mean, even then, it's not as drastic, right? But I just think that it's fine, right? If you miss it, it's okay. You just have to keep going. So what would be, with all these different things that you've done from uh, being an aerialist to hand balancing, an American Ninja Warrior, and now uh, competing in a competition, what would be something that you would say 
kind of ties all those things together um, in sort of like a contiguous, you know, grouping of activities. Yeah, I think (laughs) the theme for me, I think I've just, I've always liked being the strongest that I can be. So that's the theme with all of these is just kind of pursuing that physical strength and physical challenge. Um, I, I like to push boundaries. Um, and I like the idea of doing something that like no one's been able to do before. <laughs> so I like to be kind of on that inventive front. And, you know, I like to think that I'm kind of on that boundary of, you know, what's what's possible and what's not yet possible. Yeah, I guess the thing, the story that I kind of tell myself, I've heard before, you know, if you look back at your childhood and you remember the first time you felt powerful, um, that's supposed to be like one of your purposes in life. (laughs) It's very, very, um, very deep. And so mine, like mine is kind of silly and maybe almost too literal. But when I was in, I think I was in second grade maybe I was in, sorry, maybe fourth grade. I set like the pull-up record in my elementary school for like girls and boys. And I didn't, I didn't realize I was that strong. And then at like the whole gym class is kind of like, wow, like that was crazy. And I was like, oh, wow, look, I can do this. So I think, you know, that's always been like empowering for me, just like one of my gifts. And I love to kind of push that. And then also, you know, share, share that with other people who are excited about it and just kind of pushing, pushing boundaries and, and seeing, you know, how far we can take different things in different sports. That's a really interesting correlation. I, I honestly can't say that I've had an experience that I can remember that's, uh, you know, back from when I was younger with fitness, but being able to set that record and having people support you and then you kind of come to the realization that, wow, this is, you know, something that I'm good at. I could, I could see myself enjoying this, right? And you feel that sense of accomplishment. I think that nowadays something that really helps uh, people in general when it comes to fitness specifically is when they have somebody that's kind of cheering them on right and they they accomplish something and even though it may not be huge per se it's you know they have that feeling of oh I actually can do this right and that's kind of a motivation to push further yeah and I love being that I love being in that role um for other people I think I see myself you know, really as a coach, um, more than a teacher, if that makes sense. Cause I think I fiercely believe in other people's abilities to do things. Like, I think I can see it before they can. And like, I, re- I just remember coaching this one girl, um, I coached gymnastics in college <laughs> and I was coaching this girl to do a backflip on a trampoline. And I could see that she could do it, but she didn't, she was terrified. She was scared. And I just told her, I was like, you know, I'm here. You can do it. Just do it. And she looked at me and she said, really? I'm like, yes, you definitely can. And then she just went and did it easily. And I was like, see, like all you really need sometimes is someone else to believe in your ability. Um, And I think it's a really, it's a really unique position to be able to help somebody get over those hurdles. So. And that's, that's actually a really good segue into what I wanted to talk to you about next, because that whole seeing yourself as a coach uh, rather than simply a teacher um, there's there's a very big difference in my mind because yeah. a teacher I can sit in the classroom and they can spout out all this information and then they'll you know I'll take an exam later on but a coach they're actually sitting there right whether it's on the field or on the court 
where they're with you, they're coaching you, they're showing you how to do it, right? It's a very different, almost more of like a mentor, like a personal uh, relationship. So yeah. I, I want to ask kind of to, to share with, so that I understand where you're coming from and also to share with the audiences, what future plans do you have more as like a fitness professional, right? I mean, you have your engineering career. Mm-hmm. I also am an engineer, you know, yep. incidentally, but uh, <laughs> what kind of plans do you have for yourself within the fitness industry as, you know, whether it's a coach or otherwise? Yeah. So, so I've done coaching in the past, but, um, I'd really like to to be able to share um, more <laughs> with more people. So um, I started I started kind of a side company um, recently uh, for coaching. <laughs> I named it Acro Cafe. Nice. The reason being <laughs> the Acro just because that theme of movement that is like that I love. And then cafe, because I am coffee is like a <laughs> one of my favorite things in life. So acro cafe. Yeah. So within that, I want to provide um, I want to start by providing physical fitness coaching, because I think that's really the foundation of our our overall wellness. I'd like to start with providing some simple challenges, strength training challenges, and then expand that into a more holistic coaching uh, program with nutrition as well, and really just have it be something that's really meant to, to improve your, your life overall. So not just fitness and nutrition, but also, you know, a place to share the best life practices. Like, here's what I'm, here's what I'm reading you know, here's, here's like my favorite recipe kind of thing. So like a community really, that's just trying to be their, their best self, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally, you know, in their careers. So I plan to start with just a simple like strength group challenge. (laughs) And, and then I'll probably share an ebook on hand balancing and then from there, you know, I, that's kind of the grand vision is to have it be holistic, a holistic wellness community that's really empowering people to be their best selves from the ground up, rooted in physical fitness. Because I do think that's kind of the first component of like a healthy body, mind and soul. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that, that's awesome. That's I like the name, too. So is, is that already a website that you have set up then? Yeah, so it's brand new. So when people go on it, it'll likely be just a landing page now with just some information, but that's where it's going to live, acrocafe.com. And also I feel like it's kind of representative of that feeling of like when you're in a cafe, just the the bustle of people sharing ideas. And um, that's that's the vision. Um, My husband helped me come up with that name and it's kind of stuck, so... (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. I I really like it. I'm actually looking at it right now as we're speaking. Well, so, <laughs> ironically enough, the uh, the templates that they have on here have to do with engineering. So that's that fits very well. <laughs> yeah, it's fresh. I think I've played with. I know that you're um, you shared some really cool information with me when we uh, when we chatted a bit earlier. I have to say I've been listening to a lot of Gary V this week to, um, on your recommendation. <laughs> so I know you're in the online world. So I have. You know, I'm I'm excited to get everything moving and and really just share some positive information and really empower empower yeah. people. So 
And that's that's great. I want to I want to ask a little bit more about where you're headed with that. But I would just as a reminder to everybody that Gary V is phenomenal, even just not related to business, but life in general. It's it's incredible. Right. And I, I listen to probably four or five hours a week of his podcasts, and I'd highly recommend that. But um, as far as your message right there, where you're wanting to really give more of a holistic wellness community, a place to share best life practices, Right. And so yeah. it's more of a overall solution, right? Whether it could be, you know, stress reduction or how to integrate fitness with your life or, you know, balancing all these things that you have to do as, you know, an adult, as people are coming from, you know, these younger, less need to be responsible age <laughs> and more mm-hmm. of a, hey, I've got things to take care of now and I've got a child, right? So as you set that up, that's, I'd love to kind of watch that and be a part of that growing, right? And just see yeah. how that happens because I really like what you're, sharing here and I feel like you definitely have a lot to offer through that and the name is just phenomenal right because even (laughs) even just having it be you know cafe kind of makes it seem more of like a a homely like community where people can actually relate yeah that's that's idea (laughs) yeah yeah I'd love to yeah if we can keep in touch because I I could not believe just that we were both engineers with um you know fitness as this you know, side passion, I suppose. So I, I think we have a lot in common and, and I really kind of loved everything you've shared with me so far. So it'd be yeah. great to keep in contact. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. And, and we'll go, we'll go a little longer too. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not, <laughs> not tied down to the six yet. o'clock. Yeah. So, cause I also want to talk a little bit too, where, so you've got your coaching, right. That you're wanting to do, obviously you are getting ready for your competition here and you have a coach yourself, yeah. you know, having said that everyone should have a coach, even if you're a coach. Yeah. <laughs> so if people want to reach out to you right now, are you mainly available through whether it's Instagram, uh, yeah. or you have an email through your website? How do you, how do you want people? Yeah. To you? Um, it's, you can definitely, you know, message me on Instagram. My handles Eliana. Um, I think my email is also on there so you can DM me or shoot me an email Perfect. And I'll, I'll put those yeah. in the notes too. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Uh, I, got a, I have a long name and it used to be longer, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're fine. Uh, but then you, you did say you go by Ellie, right? So people are. Yeah. Ellie for short. Yep. A little bit easier, but I'll, I'll put those in the show notes too. So people can see those. Now the ebook you mentioned, right. About hand balancing. That's something that really caught my attention. Yeah. I think it's I think it's just something I need to put out into the world. I actually have started writing it in the past, but I think it's it's just one. <laughs> I think almost everyone I meet are like, "Oh, could you teach me to do a handstand?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, if I can I can te- yeah. If you, do you have a do you have an hour? Like anytime. I I love to teach it. I think that'll be one of the first things that I have on my website. So if you want to learn about hand balancing, that will be. That'll be out there. <laughs> so I, I like, I will actually be someone who consumes that material. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not something I've ever really considered, but I always remember going to like the Renaissance Festival and seeing people do, you know, these different things. Um, and it was always just cool. I thought it was a fun it's thing to cool. do and I've always yeah. wanted to. I think everyone, yeah, I mean, everyone, it, it's it's pretty accessible, to be honest. And I think it's just a fun skill to 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 learn, so yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, is there anything else that you kind of want to say as a, a last message to everyone, you know, whether it's something you haven't touched on or just something that you want to really just kind of instill in, you know, the fitness community of what you would say uh, to everyone who's listening? 
Yeah, I thought about this a little bit. And, you know, at first I was going to I was going to say a message like, you know, how important physical fitness is and how it's the foundation of of I think I said this earlier, your your um, mental and emotional health, um, your mind and your and your soul. But I think people who are in the physical fitness community already they really already know that. So I think what I would say to people who are passionate about fitness um, it's just a really simple statement is, yes, you can, because I think, you know, the sky's the limit. And if there's some crazy goal you have to be on American Ninja Warrior, to run a marathon, whatever it is, like, yes, you definitely can. There's no reason that you're not able to do anything you set your mind to. So that would be my simple statement. Yes, you can. <laughs> that That's perfect. I probably going to consider that as part of the the title. I don't know. I've still got to name this episode because there's so much good stuff here, but that's great. So the sky's the limit, right? You can. I I think that that's something that I can definitely apply uh, more in my life. So yeah, next time I need to overcome a little challenge or an obstacle, I'll just think back to this this podcast and say, yes, you know, I I can. And, And I hope that's what everyone does, right? And my whole purpose of of really doing this show uh, is is to try to get things like this out there so that people can really feel more of part of a community, right? They they get to know you as a person, right? And then you share your message. So I, I think that's that's perfect. So that's great. And I appreciate your time too. This has been really yeah, wonderful. This has been really enjoyable for me. I think, you know, it was kind of random us even kind of crossing uh, virtual paths. So I've really enjoyed it. I just want to congratulate you on starting your podcast. I listen to podcasts like way too much constantly. So I was really excited to do this as the first, my first podcast. I listened to many, but my first time being part of one. So this has been really exciting and I really enjoy getting to know you. So it's very cool. Good luck in your uh, future podcast endeavors I hope it I hope it gets really big and reaches a lot of people because I think you have a really positive message thank you yeah I really do yeah. appreciate that and uh, we'll we'll make sure to touch base maybe do a follow-up episode uh in you know after your competition a couple months down the road or something yeah maybe you can come out here and in the hot yeah. desert of Arizona we could do a live <laughs> I have on my bucket list is uh to go back and see the Grand Canyon so that would be great. That'd be very cool. <laughs> Perfect. Well, great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on. Come back next time. So <laughs> thanks. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the John Barker Fitness Podcast with Eliana Linehan. I had such an amazing time getting to know her and sharing her story. I highly recommend following her on Instagram at Eliana. Now open up your podcast player or head over to iTunes and leave a review for the show. Your honest feedback is a huge help for my future episodes. Make sure you're subscribed and check in every week for a new episode. Thanks again.